This podcast is listener supported. To help us out, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. The following podcast may contain language not suitable for younger audiences. Listener discretion is advised. From the suburban sprawl of New Jersey to the shores of the Delaware River in eastern Pennsylvania, this is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Truman, and this is episode 308. Have fun being married to Satan! That's right, damn it. Well, Jay, unfortunately, is not with us. After that revelation, I believe it was last week, about him using eggs as vegan cupcakes, he's dealing with the fallout, um, so he is unable to join us tonight. Massive investigations. Yeah, the, the, the vegan police are on his tail. He might be in Mexico right now, we're not sure. Um, we're praying for you, Jay. Just want to let you know. So, with that, we will jump right into this week's games. Uh, we'll start with positivity as best as we can, uh, because the first game to review is Zlatan Ibrahimovic came to town with the LA Galaxy, and the New York Red Bulls actually pulled off a 3-2 win and get in front of, what do you know, a packed crowd. Go figure. Um, so, it was quite the interesting game. No one really expected them to win. I don't even know if any of our fans expected them to win. Um, but it was a three-two win. Um, so do we have any tweets about that game, or <clears throat> we just had a couple? Because okay. you know, when we win, no one talkies. <laughs> of course, but we have a couple. Uh, at CNY Metro ninety-six, CNY Metro star said, "Holy shit, we beat Zlatan in the Galaxy. Let's do in Montreal next." Mm, post to be continued. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tonino M at Tonino M had just a fainting gif. <laughs> And then Grateful Shred 23, Casey Jones said, much needed boost in confidence. Still some issues looming. Mm. Hopefully can keep improving. Good to see some activity on defense. I wonder where this will develop into once Kaku is back. Did BWP catch what Kamar had? Probably. (laughs) Or is the injury an underlying part of the slow start of this to the season? Yeah. Um, BWP, I think, may have caught something worse than what Kamar has. Uh, that's the unfortunate thing there. Um, but we'll get into it. Let's talk LA Galaxy. Let's go with our usual likes and dislikes before we move on to what happened last night. Uh, likes, uh, when we, actually, when we start negative. Let's go dislikes. What did you dislike about the match against the Galaxy? Well, I think that the two goals that um, the Galaxy scored were scored on the counter, mm-hmm. both of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, they just really got exposed on both plays. So kind of sucked. I mean, you know, you have a lead, you're feeling good, and those two goals came pretty quickly. Uh, the second one was, what, 37th minute or something like that? No, it was shortly before half, yeah. Yeah, so right around the end of the first half, and that uh, really just takes the life out of you. Um, mm-hmm. Just seeing him come down, seeing Zlatan score, uh, seeing Zlatan get an assist. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like seeing all those fans having a good time. No, not at all. Don't don't like you. Yeah, no. Uh, it, yeah, I, I think the the you know it's kind of funny with the last two years prior with the high press. Um, you know, it, the rebels did not get exposed that often, and that's because of the one and only Tyler Adams. He he put out so many fires uh, on the counter, and unfortunately, the rebels just have not replaced that production whatsoever. Um, so it certainly leaves them exposed to things like that. Unfortunately. Uh, my dislike of the match is going to be that I learned, as I do once a year, uh, when I go to Red Bull Arena, 
uh, to not buy beer in the stadium because then I look at my wallet, my bank account the next day, and I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> what just happened? Should not have spent that money. So uh, I, will, uh, I will not be drinking again in Rebel Arena this season uh, unless they just get really terrible, then maybe I'll just put some funds away. Uh, likes, what did you like about this match? Uh, that they fought, that they came back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, I think a two-one against a really good team with only one loss. You do you think this team was sunk with the way they were playing? Mm-hmm. You know, and then the fact that they were able to get their shit together, uh, come back and win this, you felt pretty good. You felt that they had righted the ship a little bit. Unfortunately, they didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, which we'll get to. But at least for the day, you, you felt really good. You you beat a really good team. Yeah. And and you beat them with without Bradley Ray Phillips, you know your your top scorer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think what I think kind of to build on that, my like is that you know you got goals from guys you didn't really expect to uh, get goals from, and you know that's what you need to happen. As we saw recently, it did not continue, but um, you know it, it was nice to see Tarek uh, Riza and Derek Etienne get on the board uh, to get the W. Um, you know, it, it's the production. Even if uh, BWP comes back healthy, I just don't think prediction is going to come there from him anymore. Um, you know, so it's so other guys have to set up, uh, step up because I just don't think reinforcements are coming uh, to this team. Um, so it's if they're going to ride the ship, other guys got to score the goals. Um, and it was good to see uh, three players do that and get three, which is a very pretty much a rarity in these parts these days. Um, so that would have to be my like. Um, do cumulative afterthoughts or well before before uh, we get the afterthoughts uh, just so everyone knows if you want Jay's dislike uh, just go on his Twitter from after the game yeah yeah and read the VR the VR VAR madness I was well if if I'm gonna even afterthought for this game it was that like holy crap there was so much VAR replay insanity and and the Royer call I'm very surprised Mm -hmm. you know it didn't happen I'm sure there's a reason why and I don't really care what the reason is why it wasn't reviewed but holy moly there was mm. just there was a lot of it going on yeah. but i did like that uh on the Derek etienne goal when they went through you know they were trying to wave it off and the chanting was <laughs> the fans were chanting var it was deafening it was like the whole stadium was chanting it and oh, yeah. when you go yeah. i you know i went back and watched the game at home and it was it was deafening so not only was it deafening in the stadium but on tv you could hear it, it was it was great yeah, that's my exhibit B to anybody who says, I don't care if this stadium isn't full. No, it's much better when it's full. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, 100% there. All right, so then we will move on to what happened last night. Uh, Red Bulls took on Montreal in Red Bull Arena. They lost the match 2-1 on a penalty kick. Uh, Aaron Long eventually left the, ga- the game, was at fault for that one. Although he also scored Red Bulls' lone goal. Mm-hmm. Um so that uh, that kind of sucks there. Uh, tweets, tweets for this one. What do you got? I'll start with at <clears throat> Tonino M said cock teeth for two games and back to normal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Adam from Earth or at Adam from Earth. Adam Lane said ugly loss. Still a lot more positive about this team than I was a week ago. We have a formation that's malleable and puts players in a position to be most effective. Now, if Armas could only see that, it's either late or wheel. On the right side, not both Fernandez has proven, uh, or not both Fernandez have proven he belongs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Casey Jones just wanted to know what happened to the fan prediction. Uh, Jay didn't set it up for that game. Yes, he forgot. So, uh, 
Uh, how do they sign and start Barlow in a day, but no Jorgensen and still start laid? What does it mean to have a majority of your goals coming from defenders? Is not starting Kaku and a mere disciplinary or rotation? Does Carmen stand? I, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Um, mm -hmm. I think Kaku was was yeah, a disciplinary thing, and uh, I think Carmen San Diego is hiding uh, BWP with a uh, Hollywood Bowl. Mm, okay, yeah, what's the sense one on the case? <laughs> uh, Barlow over Jorgensen. I maybe they just don't think Jorgensen's ready. Yeah, you know he got a few he got a few looks, and maybe they're like, hey, he's he's still young, he's not ready. And Barlow was pretty hot in USL. Yeah, you know, and I think they saw that. They said, "Hey, he's got a bit of a scoring touch. He had a couple good chances too. Yeah, he had some good chances." Yeah. Um, so may I? I'm guessing that's probably the reason. Yeah, and I, and I get the fan anger about Jorgensen. I do. I mean, we were sold, you know, uh, a bag of magic beans when we said, "Oh no, this guy's a signing for now," uh, even though the writing was on the wall that he clearly wasn't, and it, mm -hmm. there would be lunacy to expect him to be. Um, <clears throat> so. But I mean, I do get it. Uh, you know, it, it, he was certainly expected to make it uh, expected, in my opinion, a bit unfairly to make a bigger splash than he did. The and you know, we actually talked about this before the game last night. Um, the mistake was on the Red Bulls, like the media or you know their media team pumping mm -hmm. the guy up. Yep. I think if the Red Bulls came in as like, hey, we signed this guy, you know, yeah. cool. Yeah. Hey, we signed him. Hey, give give him all the money you want. You know, that's no yeah. no problem there. Yeah. But they definitely hyped the signing up, and that got fans thinking, oh, this guy must be good, must be really, really good. And now that he's proven to be young and still learning, mm -hmm. people are jumping all over his shit. So give the kid time. We, we honestly don't know. Yeah. We it, honestly it, don't know. Yeah, I agree. It was definitely a hype machine that got carried away. I mean, mm -hmm. he was kind of sold as if he was going to be the Red Bull's Miguel Armiron, you know, the guy that we keep around for two to three years and then sell, sell for a hefty profit. <laughs> um and you know it, it just yeah it, that could still happen you just give the kid time and, right. and the, the same goes for barlow I, I definitely think there was a a bit of a backlash to his performance last night um you know it, it was one game and, and look i'm the first one to say that i absolutely agree i think this is red bull patchwork uh roster building at its at its worst but uh, give the kid time you know he he might grow into the role yep I'm skeptical, but he might. So we still have more tweets. Mm -hmm. We kind of went off on, on that one, but thank you, Casey Jones, as always. Absolutely. Uh, so let's get back to these tweets. Um, at Shion FR says, what awful tactics. Uh, I don't know. We're, we're, we're going to get into it. Let's get yeah. into it. Yeah. Uh, at Boz first since 81, the franchise boss says, fire Armas. Not kidding. Uh, uh, don't think you're <laughs> alone. <laughs> Anthony uh, Giofra. Yeah, you know, the guy we've hung out with multiple times. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, says, we don't have a consistent offensive threat. Hmm. And we won't get one since we're the farm team. Damn straight. Hey, where have I heard that one before? Hey, it's like me and him are friends because we are. And then finally, at Creepy Taxi, our friend Steven Santos says, we have a great first half and then no show second half. Whew, boy, howdy. Stupid, undisciplined penalty to cost us the game. <coughs> Uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, going back to the firearms thing, I think it's just another example of him being outcoached. Um, he's just not good as good at adjusting on the fly as some others. 
Um, and yeah, it burned us once again. Yep. When do you All think right. we're gonna learn how to say Anthony's last name? Never. Uh, I hope Jeff never. Jeffer. Nah. Yeah. Sorry, Anthony. I'm never. I'm never gonna get it right. You know what? <laughs> I'm just gonna make Jay say it all the time. Let <laughs> him butcher it. Yeah. All righty. Well, let's uh, break this down with our usual likes and dislikes. So, what did you dislike about the Montreal match? Oh boy. Hmm. <laughs> I I don't know where to begin. I I think the biggest dislike for me is walking out of the stadium thinking what just happened like what what did we just see it was such a a chaotic mess i, I it's hard to like point to one thing specifically that the the penalty award it sucked mm -hmm. uh it, it was weird it was no flow like like steve said like that second half you didn't even know what was going on. And then they're finishing a game pretty much down a man uh, with no actual true forward on the field. Yeah. It was really, it was just pure chaos. It was really pure chaos. Um, and to get so close to scoring, you know, Aaron Long with a great chance that he misses well wide, mm -hmm. um, but he had a really good chance to score. They're like, like, I mean, he was the only one to score the goal. Right. Um, it, you just you just left hanging your head. Just you, I I didn't know what happened. Yeah, it it was just pure mayhem. Yeah, I mean it's it's you know it's one thing when you know you see possession to a visiting team, fifty two percent to forty eight, and then it only managed two shots on goal. Mm -hmm. I mean you can't expect to win with stats like that, especially at home. Um, you know it, it just it really was it's disappointing. Um, my dislike is. Again, <clears throat> lack of offense, just total and utter lack of offense. And you have to point your finger to Salzburg because they have a designated pot player spot available. They absolutely could. If they really gave a shit about winning and about this team scoring goals necessary to win games, they would have filled that slot a long, long time ago. And it's just not happening. And, and you, you cannot say... The organization wants to win if they just keep trotting the same stuff out over and over and over again and get the same results. And so, you know, it's just it's it's very, very, very frustrating to watch this team right now, knowing especially how close we've been over the last couple of years. And, and the front office just absolutely unwilling to get that one extra piece they need to get them over the hump. You know what I think a problem is going on right here, too? And I'm going full-on wrestling reference here, so apologies <laughs> to all the non-wrestling uh, people. Actually, I think Anthony's going to enjoy this because I think you know exactly what I'm talking about. I feel that John Wolniak is Triple H and Chris <laughs> Armas is Vince McMahon. <laughs> so what I'm saying is here is that obviously Red Bull 2 and, and Wolniak's got something going. Uh, the team's playing very well. They've won a title. They're they're playing really well again this year, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and he's doing obviously creating a great team. Yes. And then when these kids are coming up, aside from like you know Tyler Adams, and I'm not going to heap praise on Sean Davis and Alex McWheel because I mean Sean Davis is invisible on the field. I think right, right now, yeah, really is invisible. Uh, Chris Armas is the Vince McMahon fucking everything up, mm -hmm. you know? So there's, there's a major concern. I think right here with coaching is just that 
these kids are coming up. And I think all those kids show promise. Mm-hmm. Omir's showing like signs of like talent. Like he's obviously got it. We've, we've seen it in little, you know, little bits and pieces here and there, but you know, what, where, when's he going to come in? When's he going to be a major part of this team? Or is he just going to be bench guy? Right. And here's the thing, you know, it's, <clears throat> there's nothing wrong with bringing guys up. As a matter of fact, I hope they can, that continues to be a part of their philosophy. But when it's five, six guys, you know, it's, it's a bit crazy to assume that they're going to be contenders, you know? Um, so, I mean, right now, yeah, you're, you're relying on Omir Fernandez, first-year player. You're trying to rely now on Barlow, first-year player. Brian White, a guy who barely played last year. Um, you know, Alex Moil, who is – he just is what he is, you know? Yep. Uh, the same goes for Sean Davis, I think. Um, it's just, you know, it's like they had a couple early successes, and now they think it's a foolproof plan, and it quite clearly isn't. Uh, and, and something has to change. It, Chris Armas, uh, I'm, yeah, I think I'm with everybody who says he needs to go. Um, you know, that that Galaxy win is the one thing giving me a little bit of pause. But it was just, again, it was back to normal. Another terrible, terrible performance last night. So, all right, well, let's get into anything positive. Can you take anything positive away from this one? What did you like about this match? I will say this. I thought their set pieces were, were pretty good. I mean, obviously, yeah. they scored a goal. They could have had two. Uh, I think they looked better on set pieces than they have in the past. So mm-hmm. I'll, I will give them that. And and that's always good when you can score here and there off of set pieces. And I think all year this year, they've, they've had some success. So uh, I will give them credit for that. At, at least the set pieces uh, are looking pretty decent. Uh, I'll just throw an F at like out to Connellid. I think he's been uh, a bit better ever since he's moved, been moved to more of a wing back position that pushes him further up the field. Uh, and uh, he's keeping Mario on the bench right now. So, that, I mean, that also could be purely because of Mario's attitude. Um, but, you know, after getting so much crap for how he filled in for Kamar, hats off to uh, Connellid. All right. Any afterthoughts on this one? Are these two? I mean, I I don't know. I I I'm happy that Saturday's game against the Galaxy was a beautiful day. Um, that the fans, home fans, away fans, got to see a great game, and maybe we will bring some people to the stadium. I like to say that all the time. They probably won't come back, but you know, when a bunch of Swedes show up in jersey license plates, <laughs> come on, man. Come on, you're out. You're from Jersey. Just come to more games. Yeah, keeps rooting for Helsingborg back in Sweden, but you can Red Bulls can be your Jersey, your new U.S. team. Come on. Yep. You know, great atmosphere. Put on a great show. And then mm-hmm. as for last night, I mean, we kind of knew it was going to be a crappy crowd, but mm-hmm. loud crowd, loud. You know, it was, it was it was pretty loud. I mean, listen, it, it gets crappy at the end because the life is sucked out of you yet again, mm-hmm. yet again. Yeah, but- it might have been loud in the sporter section, but as someone who sat right above the sporter section and could clearly hear the capo, wasn't that loud? <laughs> no, I don't know. It was loud where I was. Yeah. Um, all righty. Uh, actually, wait. One afterthought. I, at one point during the Galaxy uh, match, uh, yelled, Zlatan, you're average, and I got a dirty look from some guy next to me. So <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Um, butt hurt. <laughs> prediction standings. Uh, yeah. 
none of us got anything right in either well, of these games. Did hold we? on, hold on. Okay. We, let's. Uh, I believe Najee will fix all the stand the standings and everything. Uh, I think in the first game you predicted a win. Yes. No, I predicted a loss. You predicted a loss. Okay, so we none of us got anything right. Uh, none of us got anything right for last night's game. Yeah, because Jay changed because yeah. because Jay, who on the show last week predicted a two-one loss, decided before the game yesterday in our group chat to change it to a one-nothing win. Mm-hmm. And because of that, he does not get three points. Yeah. So we all remain. You two tied at four points, and myself with one in our worst prediction year ever. 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 Uh, pretty bad. Fan prediction contest. We have no idea. That's Jay's wheelhouse. Yep. So sorry about that. Um, all righty. We'll move it on. Uh, this Saturday at Red Bull Arena, the Red Bulls face off. Or no, I'm sorry. Down in Dallas, Red Bulls face FC Dallas. Uh, it'll be 2 p.m. Eastern time on Univision. No. Uh, D- Dallas's record is 5-3-2, and 2, uh, 3-0-2 and 2 at home. With a plus four goal, goal differential, 17 points, so it leaves them fifth in the West. Uh, so predictions for this one. Truman, what do you have happening this Saturday? I guess we're going to go back down in the crap predictions, right? After after Wednesday, <laughs> and then they're playing on Saturday. This is a pretty tough stretch yeah. um, to go play in Dallas against a, a pretty, pretty decent team who hasn't yeah. lost at home yet. I wonder what it's like to lose at home. Oh, that's right. We do it all the time. Yeah. We do it all the time this year. Uh, well, I'm, I guess hop on board the negativity train, right? Yeah. Boop, boop. I'm going to say a 2 nothing loss because uh, I don't because I don't know who the fuck's playing in this game. I don't know. I have yeah. no idea. So because of that, I can't even, I can't even predict if they're going to score. Yeah. So why, why should I get excited about this game? Uh, it's on a channel that I might not even be able to get. It's going to be a cluster fudge. Uh, I'm, I'm just not going to be very happy. And then the hot seat just gets hotter and hotter and hotter. Yeah, it's, you, you kind of do almost expect uh, Armas to throw some shit at the wall again and see what happens. Uh, you right now are not sure if Aaron Long is going to play their best defender. Um, mm-hmm. You know, So it could be a scary one. I am, however, going to agree with you. It's 2 nothing loss. Uh, I just, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really see them getting anything done down in Dallas. And I, I see them, especially without Aaron Long being even more exposed in the back. Um, it could be a rough one. Uh, but hey, for anybody who wants, there will be beer at Derby Road. And I believe I will be there. So come on, can be merry. Uh, one thing I wanted to bring up earlier about the Montreal loss is that it was the Red Bulls' third loss of the season which ties them for the previous record at Red Bull Arena from two other seasons at three losses. Uh, and with, if, with one more loss, it'll be their most home losses since that dreaded and legendary 2009 season. Yep. Back at yeah. Giant Stadium. Yeah, so you so. go back a long time before. <laughs> I mean, they still have about another f- four to go before they top that, but still. All right. Well, this takes us to New York Red Bull 2. Their last match was a 1-1 draw versus the Ottawa Fury, which currently leaves them with a 6-1-2 record, 20 points, and a plus-12 goal differential. They are first in the east of uh, the USL, and their next match is May 18th at the Tampa Bay Rowdies. So, so that game was played this morning? Oh, right. That was that weird day. Weird right? Day. 
and mm. they actually scored in the 92nd minute. Mm, very Tottenham of equalize. Them. Yeah, right. Oh, we're getting to that. Don't worry. We're getting to that. <laughs> uh, Sky Blue, their last match was a 0 0 draw at North Carolina Courage that was actually delayed for quite some time due to a thunderstorm. How do I know? I actually watched it. So, um, their next match is home versus Washington Spirits, Saturday, May 11, 3 p.m. Uh, I will say uh, Carly Lloyd was not in the field that I believe she's probably with the U.S. Women's National Team. Uh, but North Carolina Courage spent almost a majority of the game in Sky Blue's uh, half. So that was not encouraging. Hmm, no. Yeah. All right. Now on to the dumping ground. The first three are yours. So take it away. Okay. So first, uh, as everyone probably knows, Alex Mwil signs a new contract with the team because where else are you going to play? Nowhere. <laughs> I mean, to, to an extent, I think he's earned it. I mean, he, he's not. Sure. He's not terrible. No. You know, it, it's. It, I really think the biggest knock against guy is that we all know what could go there. And, you know, the team just refuses to bring somebody in to go there. And therefore, we have to do with Alex Mwil. And, you know, sometimes he's, he's, he's like Star Trek. You know, every other game he's good, you know. Yeah. He's, you know, he's like Star Trek movies. So, so yeah, I mean, that's about exciting. I don't think there's any other exciting Red Bull news, right? Except for like the mystery of where all these players are. Yeah, there could be, but nobody covers the team. So, yep. yeah. Uh, hop around the league real quick. Brad Friedel sacked uh, as manager of the New England Revolution. So, somebody fired a coach early in the season. Wonder if someone could be next. Mm -hmm. Well, that's three team. The three teams with worse records than New York Red Bulls having sacked their coaches this year. So, hmm. hmm. Yeah, I have a feeling that um, Armis should be uh, clinching his tie like Rodney Dangerfield right about now. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely getting hot. Mm -hmm. uh, all right. So, last thing I want to talk about is the All England Champions League and Europa Finals, which is pretty fucking crazy, if you ask me. Yeah. Suck um, it. Suck it, La Liga fans. <laughs> the, the funniest part is that the Europa final was set by two teams who both already had the leads going in. Mm -hmm. But can we just talk about Champions League? Uh, I wish I watched both matches. Let me tell you. I, I don't know what game was crazier. And I, I'm going to say, I'm going to throw out the bigger choke job uh, is to Ajax. Mm -hmm. Because they were at home with a three nothing mm -hmm. lead, uh, going into the second half mm -hmm. of this game, and let up three goals, and not only let up three goals, let up the third goal in the final minute, which was just fucking absolute pandemonium. Uh, that is a brutal, brutal loss. Yeah. But more importantly, I picked on my Liverpool last week uh, for being the runner up, terrible team of the week. And if we had the opposite of that greatest team of the week, it's them for winning four nothing at home yeah. uh, to FC Barcelona with Messi, with Luis Suarez, with all these you know high scoring players. They just pummeled them uh, without Saha and without um, uh, Mo Salah. Sorry, I don't know why I'd say Saha. Uh, Mo Salah and without Bobby Firmino is just fucking unbelievable. Mm -hmm. It's unbelievable. It really is. How do how do you do that? Uh, Messi's wash up. Come to the Rebels. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, what what a it was crazy to watch. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, 
even if you're not a Liverpool fan, just go on their Facebook page and watch the clip of their pay-by-pay guys losing their minds. The video is <laughs> absolutely hilarious. It is. It's, it actually is pretty it's just going bananas. So, I, I mean, listen, I'm happy that Liverpool's in the final, obviously. Um, Tottenham, I don't really care. I just, I didn't want to see an all-England final because, I don't know, Anytime it's the same, it's like the same country, like both teams, you know, from the same country. It's kind of, I don't know, kind of makes the final lame. Yeah. You know, you want that final with with teams from different countries. And now you're getting both finals with just just English teams. Yeah. Yeah. Now everybody in Madrid is like, oh, no, the English are coming. Uh... I, I hope, I mean, obviously, I hope Liverpool wins, but I hope then they burn the stadium down to get revenge for Mo Salah from last year. <laughs> You know, just burn that stadium to the ground. Yeah, good call, good call. Um, yeah, it's 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 you know it's, it really was. I mean, I I am so glad I didn't tweet before I saw you yesterday because when I saw Ajax was up uh, two nothing, I was like, all right, well it's Ajax Liverpool, and I was about to tweet like how Liverpool would it be if they lost Ajax in the Champions League, and then you were like, no, Tottenham won. I'm like, what? <laughs> like. I couldn't believe it. So that 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 really was uh, pretty special. And I will say, uh, this June when that Champions League final happens, all I can say is, "Oh, when the Spurs ha! come marching in, oh, when the Spurs come marching in." Don't everyone? He, he's he's a phony. <laughs> he plays like Everton. <laughs> I don't like anybody. Uh, but I, uh, I, got a, I got a soft spot this first. So, all right. Well, this brings us up to my uh, dumping ground moment. And the U.S. women will start their warm ups for the World Cup. Uh, they have a game this Sunday, May 12th at 4 30 p.m. at Levi Stadium against South Africa on Fox. And their next game will be next Thursday, May 16th, 8 p.m. at Bush Stadium in St. Louis uh, versus New Zealand. That will be going on as we record. Baseball uh, stadium, huh? Yeah, yeah, the U.S. played St. Vincent and Grenadines in the last World Cup qualifiers uh, in that stadium. Uh, huh. So it, it has been done. Um, and Oh, and that game will be on ESPN, too. So if you are not familiar with the women's team, these are some great opportunities coming up to get familiar with them uh, as they go on and try to defend their World Cup title in France. You know what amazes me is that St. Louis still does not have an MLS team. It's pretty crazy. And that's supposed to be one of the biggest like soccer hotbeds. Mm -hmm. Right. Isn't, isn't that Taylor Twelman town? It is Twelman town. It's it's the 1950 world cup team town. It, it really amazes me that they get passed by by like Nashville. Mm -hmm. You know, I know we're going to expand to like 38 more teams. Mm -hmm. Um, So hopefully we'll get it at some point, but it's just, it's it's just shocking. It's I mean I know you don't like the topic, but it's one of the biggest uh, you know reasons for an open system because then somebody could start a team and they could work their way up the system, uh, work their way up the pyramid, and hopefully get an MLS. But by MLS rules, I think what it's it's really I think it's just come down to they either have one of the two things that MLS requires: they either have the ownership group, but not the stadium, or the stadium, but not the ownership group. It's pretty much, I think, that it's what it comes down to. Yeah, I thought they had stadium plans in development, too. Yeah, yeah. But like, I, don't, I think it's like they only have then, like, 
somebody who has $200 million instead of a billion dollars, which, you know, and when they let the millionaires into the old NASL, instead of just the billionaires, that's kind of when the shit started hitting the fan. They're trying to avoid that. The the real truth is that St. Louis has not built up a big enough hipster fan base. That's also possible. So once more hipsters move into St. Louis, they'll, they'll definitely get a team. Yeah, so hipsters, if you live in a city that doesn't have a team yet and you're looking for one, move to St. Louis. I mean, is there nothing more hipster than going to a place that doesn't have hipsters and being like the first group of hipsters? Yeah, but then again... And you're like the hippest hipster. But then again, can you really see hipsters somehow going into the home of Budweiser and being like, hey, man, we need craft brew, brah? Because they're so hip. They're going to hang out in St. Louis and order nothing like they're, they're not going to order anything from Bud because that's how hip they are. We're in we're in Bud town, man, but we don't drink that. Or they'll drink it ironically. Oh, that, like, that's, mm, that's like, true. isn't this beer amazing? <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So I also saw the funniest thing the other day. And I it's uh, actually I saw it today. Uh, some of my friends sent me this. I'm going to see if I can bring up the the. Um, the link real quick, which I probably won't be able to. Oh, here we go. This is, hold on, let me find it. I find this hilarious. It's called Liquid Death, okay? Ooh. Called Liquid Death. I wish I can, I wish you can see the picture of it, but you probably won't be able to see it. No, there you go. Can you see that kind of? Yeah, I can see it. Right? Looks like like a, like a case of beer. Mm-hmm. It's mountain water oh. in beer cans. <laughs> yep. Yep, it is the silliest thing I've ever seen. Uh, my friend sent that to me. I, I thought it was pretty funny. It says, liquid death is canned water for straight-edge punks. <laughs> yeah, it really is funny. So, Actually, I will say one thing about drinking Red Bull Arena. I'm going back on what I said before. Uh, I did not know there was a Southward beer. and New, for like I, a couple weeks now, right? Yeah, and now I must try it. I have to try it. That so. can is fucking great. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's got, uh, for those who haven't seen it, it has the old Metro Stars uh, kind of uh, lettering and jersey design as the, uh, the the can design. So it really is a cool look. Yeah. As, as much as I couldn't give two fucks about the Metro uh, history, but, you know, it, I, I can respect it. You love it. Eh, I will never wear Metro gear ever. Ever. I'm going to wear it tomorrow. Never. I'm going to my Clint Mathis shirt. I'm going to break it out. Yeah. You do that and see what happens. And what happens is it'll be nothing. That's right. Because I'll be at work and no one even knows what the fucking game is. So, (laughs) And I'm not mean. (laughs) All right. Well, Dumping Ground wrapped up. That brings us to our last bit. And that would be Truman's Terrible Team of the Week. Do you want to know why Brad Friedel got fired? It's reasons like losing 5 nothing to the Chicago Fire. Mm -hmm. That is how you get shit canned. Yeah. So that is just, an, I mean, woof. You want to go out on the lowest of lows. It that doesn't get much worse than that. So no. uh, the revs, you're on it. Uh, I don't have they been on this before, probably. Yeah, it wouldn't shock me this year. I don't keep track. I know Jay's been keeping track, but you know he's not here. Mm-hmm. Uh, woo wee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you stink. Yeah, and to think you thought it was just maybe for Bob Crow trying to you know distract from his legal lows, but I guess not. <laughs> Remember this, Red Bull fans. We may be kind of sucking up this year, but we play in a very nice stadium. So we have that. We we're do not, not. We're not playing at Giant Stadium. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, which, by the way, I saw something. I think it was on the DG, something like that. The Red Bulls cheaped it 
by building Red Bull Arena in Harrison. And it's like, for fuck's sakes, it's one of the nicest stadiums in the league. Go fuck yourself. Morons. Yeah. All right, well, on that note, let's wrap this bad boy up. You can follow us on patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant, especially if you want to give us that money. Uh, email us at rebelrant at gmail.com. Call us at 973-348-5329. Facebook, facebook.com slash Red Bull Rant. Twitter, at Red Bull Rant. Jay is at Tech Suge. I'm PMACD82. Truman is at The Truman. You can subscribe to us via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Music, YouTube, SoundCloud, and I believe we're on Spotify. I think we're on Spotify. Yep. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, well, there you go. Last words before we get out of here. Uh, prove me wrong. Blow my mind. Shock the system. And win. Uh, lose 5 nothing. Force Salzburg to make a change. Boom. That's a win. <laughs> it's a win in a way. All right, so for Jay Truman and myself, this has been episode 308 of the Rebel Rant. Thank you, for, as always, for tuning in. And go Rebels. Uh, bye-bye. Lights.